Welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. Talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Sawyer. Hey. Are you ready? Am I ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? To go to Ablantis. Uh, to, to Atlantis. To Ablantis, yes. Ab- wait, Ablantis. Are you ready to go to Atlantis? um maybe are are you ready are you ready to um to mariner (laughs) under things like some marriage like yes (laughs) (laughs) that was some of these have been stretches but that was so we're talking about the submariner aka namor aka the king of atlantis aka the king of atlantis (laughs) <laughs> aka shredded like a ninja turtle he's very shredded <laughs> so um <clears throat> what do you know about namor do you know okay anything? um i i've never like i've read a lot of stuff where he's popped up in and he's always been a complete asshole that's hey, hey, mm. sorry sorry no uh, no, no. He's always no. been a complete jerk in the things that I've read. Everyone is not respecting him. So <laughs> and no one respects him the way he deserves. So he treats them as the lowly people they are. <laughs> well, if, you, if you're starting out by um, calling people lowly, I don't think... <laughs> I think maybe you're a jerk. Is, uh, a- is, a- I think you... Are a a land dwelling fool. Okay. He does not recognize <laughs> the radiance and the the superiorness of of uh, Prince Namor. Yeah. Okay. That's or not that's even fair. Prince Namor. Actual like King Namor. King King. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Namor sounds better, but you know it does. Um, it rolls off the tongue very yeah. well. But you know, I think you're not respecting him the way you're supposed to well <laughs> we'll see we'll see yeah so so we're talking about namor a person who have talked about a lot on this show mostly because i love him okay all right so much Fair. yeah <laughs> he like he he comes he's part of those like arrogant superhero i mean super people that like it back that can kind of back it up okay because he's, he's got the skills to pay the bills yeah is what you're saying. And okay. also, also, he's just, he's shredded. Like, it, like if you draw him, if you draw him with a short shirt, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> he, he needs to be nearly naked at all times. I, I honestly, I don't think I've ever seen him in a, in a scenario where he wasn't basically naked. Oh, well, I have a few times and I was well, angry every time. <laughs> and he's making a big comeback lately in the Avengers comic. Because he declared war on the surface world again, but this mm. time Classic he has Namor. a group of underwater Avengers, including people like Blood Tide and Orca and Tiger Shark. Interesting. Yes. That's pretty cool. And also, he's fighting the Winter Guard, which is the Soviet super soldiers. <laughs> There's, that, there's a lot going on there. I yeah. love Jason Aaron. He is great. Read his <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> but 
But uh, but we have not described him. Imagine okay. a tall, handsome man with wings on his feet, and mm-hmm. he has like uh-huh. elf ears. Very elf, very and, like he doesn't ears. have long hair in this one, but he norm, but like he's normally drawn with long hair. It's always sort of like slicked back, right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. It's kind of like kind of longish, kind of slicked back. It's not mm-hmm. like like I would say probably like ear length or so. Yeah, and, and he has long ears, so. And also, just imagine like. Like they normally draw people like very shredded, but like he's drawn especially shredded. They put a lot of detail into yeah. his pecs and abs. He, yeah, he's but he's not like he's not the bulkiest guy yeah, that he's, there is. He's, he's, but a he's very body. defined. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very good way to paint it. You can see all of the individual sinew uh, in there. Yeah, and like and like he's he's a snack. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so getting my thirst dis away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want to drink water close to him because he's mostly salt water based. <laughs> but just makes him more thirsty. <laughs> so his name is Namor, his real name, and sometimes it goes by Namor McKenzie. Did did he just adopt that name? That well, last his name? father, his father's last name was McKenzie. <laughs> okay, I alright. It's not a very like Prince of Atlantis sounding. That's why he normally goes by Namor. Just Namor, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a citizen of Atlantis with no criminal record. Mm. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder if you could ever have a criminal record if you're a king of a place. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you can't. And now a citizen of Deluvia. Um, his other no, alias d- is Namor the First and the Avenging Son. Okay. Is good. it really an alias if it just has your name in it? Sure. Okay. Technically, all right, all right. you could, I like, my alias could be Jesse the Cooper. Yeah, okay. All right. You know? Not the Cooper being the alias? Yeah. Jesse yeah. the Cooper. Okay. And this, right. that's when I take up, that's when I take up the nominal destiny of my last name, the Cooper, and I make minerals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, it'd be Jesse the Cooper, you go and, you know, you give me some money, I'll roll you out a barrel, then you're just like, hey, I'm Jesse the Cooper, I Cooper things. <laughs> so, uh, his known relatives is Dorma, his first wife, uh, and cousin, now deceased. Uh, his father, Leonard uh, McKenzie, who is wait, dead. Wait, wait, his wife is his cousin? Or is that a separate person you're saying? I mean, royal, royal bloodlines, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is his cousin. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mar- uh, Marina, his second wife, who was part of the the uh, Alpha Flight, and oh, um, okay. uh, Thorcor, his grandfather, also dead. Finn, his mother, who is dead. Namora, okay. who is his cousin, <laughs> Come on. who is not dead. His mom's name is Finn. Yeah, F-E-N. come on. Hey. Uh, okay. Um. Namora, who is his cousin, who is reported dead, uh, Bairar Dara, his cousin, or no, Bairar and Dara, his cousins, and Namorita, his second cousin. Okay, alright. I'm guessing Namor and its suffixes are just a family name. Right, it's got, yeah, absolutely. Because there's a Namora <laughs> and a Namorita. Namorita. I love the those um, Bud Light uh, Namoritas. Those are pretty good. That was a terrible joke. And you should delete it. 
Oh, maybe I should just keep it in, make the okay. make the silence longer. <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, really just isolate really it out, stretch that out. Just, just <laughs> really, just like repeat it a couple of times. <laughs> like maybe maybe like like stretch it out. Like, do you slowly. want some? Do you want some different takes? <laughs> I really love those Bud Light Namoritas. <laughs> oh yeah, just say it like a like a real scummy like advertisement <laughs> on on a morning zoo. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're black. <laughs> um. So his okay. group, so his group affiliation is current member of the Avengers, now on extended leave of absence. Former members of the Invaders, the All Winner Squad, the Defenders, an ally of Doctor Doom and the Hulk. Wasn't he a part of the Illuminati? Yes. Or okay, All that right. was, but that was revealed later. Okay. okay. When they thought okay. it would be more okay in the two thousands to have a group called the Illuminati. The Illuminati. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a thing which is like don't get me wrong like the that book the illuminati book was like really interesting yes but yeah. it's really hard for me to convince people it's good when it's a book called the illuminati the illuminati featuring... yep yep <laughs> you know. get it i yeah i would have loved if like in the illuminati series uh, or sometime they were mentioned just like Jay-Z showed up in there. <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm part of the Illuminati. <laughs> so this is pre-Illuminati. Also, the Cabal, which is basically the evil version of the Illuminati. Okay, <laughs> all right. Which some would say the original version of the Illuminati was evil in the first place. But no. Well, yeah. The more explicitly evil. Base of operations, he used to live in the... Atlantis now he lives in Diluvia Atlantic Ocean that's because he's that's some stuff that's happening that we'll get into later okay and he first showed up in Fantastic Four number well actually you know what let me rephrase that he first showed up in comics at all in Motion Pictures Funnies Weekly issue number <laughs> okay. one in October 1939 here comes a Submariner interesting also we have some cover piece theater. Cover piece theater. To set the scene, um, it's a dude is like floating in the air after a crappy tea, just like took a ladder out from underneath of him. I don't understand why. Yeah, he could. He could like cause severe bodily harm to this man and and like the main so kind of floating with some letters and it's just like the now Mm -hmm. showing and like apparently like there's like a like a western about to show yep a cowboy and it looks like the the gun is coming out of the the poster Yeah, yeah it does actually which is interesting and like it's all like a yellow background and it's all like very like early early comics Mm -hmm. looking don't worry, I'll bring it right back again. Okay. And that and that kid looks very devious. He's very devious. His eyes are almost like completely at the side of his head. Yeah, and this was the first this was the first appearance of Bill Everett's uh version of um sub uh, uh name more the Submariner. It was like okay. a eight it was like an eight page black and white story. And it was Interesting. six months. Uh, before Marvel, uh, Marvel Comics number one. Oh wow! Yeah, came out. Yeah, and apparently this comic is extremely rare, with only six, uh, six to nine known copies existing. Wow, that's wild. 
Yeah, so. And what what year? Oh, this is from the from 39. Yeah, this is from 39. Wow. That's yeah. I mean, I get yeah. It, <laughs> I'm looking at other pictures of here. There's a uh, very racist caricature of a Native American man. Um not surprising for the time. Okay. So he first showed up in the Marvel universe though in Fantastic Four number 4 in March uh not in March, uh, May 1962 the coming of some mariner and there's also cover piece theater for this cover piece theater yeah so so to set the scene uh the invisible girl because she's wasn't given agency yet um is being carried off by by uh namor like into the water it looks like they're splashing around while while mr fantastic who could stretch by the way yeah he's like, trying to run after he's her. running after <laughs> yeah, him and yeah. the thing is like it looks like he's looking at his hands like he doesn't know what's going on <laughs> it's like what are these <laughs> he really is like wait <laughs> he just realized where he is <laughs> like wait wait what? what's going on here why, why my hands am I hands like of rock <laughs> Did you guys know my hands are like really big? I never noticed that. <laughs> Do you ever just like look at your hands? <laughs> and the, and the uh, Human Torch, who was flying in a very not great way to fly if you're trying to no, catch someone, absolutely just not. curly queuing all over the place, is saying, Stop him. If the Submariner reaches the water, he'll become invincible. Wrong. He's not invincible under the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> they held a lot, of, a lot of weird beliefs back then. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So two pieces of cover piece theater. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, also, I think you said that more like Mister Fantastic would say it. Well, but, I don't know what, uh, like what, a crappy, uh, what, like a crappy teen, like a crappy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's a crappy teen right now. <laughs> Stop him! <laughs> well, that I just did Dave Mustaine there, so that's not. <laughs> no, less, le- le- more like, uh, like rich crappy. I can't channel that. I know yeah. nothing about it. Yeah, you know nothing about having money or <laughs> security in life. Not. No. <laughs> so I'll let you know when I do, though. Okay. I'll come back. Okay. Once you once you get rich off of all this podcast freelancing, uh, Prince Namor is a submariner. Also, the submariner is the pr- is the son of Princess Finn, the underwater kingdom Atlantis, the sea captain, uh, Captain Leonard McKenzie. Okay, in all the, right. In the twenties, McKenzie's ship, the Oracle, was on expedition in the to the Antarctic. One of the passengers, a carnival mentalist, Paul Destein, a, a carnival mentalist. Oh, okay, okay. I thought that was one word. A carnival ment. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, persuaded he persuaded Ken- uh, Kenzie to mount a search into the interior, where they discovered the site of a city built by a water-breathing Lemurians in the so-called Helmet of Power, which was actually the disguised serpent crown, an object of tre- tremendous mystical power. Uh, I really don't like talking about the serpent crown. Why is that? It's it's a bunch of... Just a bunch of, like, kind of lame, like, 70s, 80s. Okay. <laughs> like Captain America stuff is yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. Realizing the power that 
uh, realizing the power that uh, Des Teen could pose using the helmet, Kinsey triggered an avalanche which buried the city. De- Des Teen oh. and the helmet. Okay. That's, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> Having returned to the Oracle, sometimes later, McKenzie had an explosive charge set to break up icebergs, unaware of the Atlantean capital city beneath the icebergs. At the time, the the Atlantean Empire was uh, was centered off the Antarctic coast, and the explosive charges caused severe damage to the city. The uh, Atlantean Emperor, Thakor, asked his adventurous daughter, Finn, to send a uh, scouting party to the service to investigate the cause of the damage. Seeing no, seeing no need for the scouting party, uh, Finn went up alone, taking a potion enabling her to breathe air for up to five hours per dosage. So very, very Little Mermaid-esque uh, uh, tale there, right? Yeah, yeah, very Little Mermaid. As soon as she discovered the Oracle and went aboard, she startling Mackenzie and her crew t- to her parents because she's a blue lady. Oh, okay. So it's maybe it's more like Shape of Water then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which everyone knows Shape of Water was one of the sexiest movies of 2017. <laughs> it was a very I mean, sexy, horny movie. Very, very horny. Like so horny. It sets the <laughs> mood on how horny it's going to be within the net first five minutes. <laughs> so, um, at the time, there's a no documented uh, evidence among normal human beings of the existence of water-breathing, blue-skinned race of Homo mermanus. Which is just a, like Latin for mermaid, then? Okay, all right. Such as the you know, Atlantis and Lemuria. Uh, remaining aboard the sh- uh, the ship, Finn quickly learned English, and she and Mackenzie fell in love with each other. So, like Mackenzie, very progressive for his time because he was <laughs> yeah, just like, "Yeah, we barely like the fact that black people exist <laughs> in this era, but I'm okay with boning down with this blue blue skinned lady who can't <laughs> breathe air most of the time because she only had like a five hour." potion right like per dose so, okay okay she All bought right. multiples of them yes but i mean yeah very you know very progressive very um, progressive he's just like i see i see a blue skinned lady i want to bone it yeah oh you know again very very, very star kirk. trek yeah, yeah very, very kirk. kirk but i think i think we're at our most progressive uh as a society when we want to bone so uh you know? Oh yeah, no, we are super progressive when we take when all we do is just like, hey, what does my genitals want right now? Yeah, yeah. It turns exactly. out, it turns out most people, it's a lot more than you think. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They soon fell in love, and then Finn and Mackenzie were married on the Oracle. Okay. So they, so they were just like, we want to make sure this is okay in the eyes of God um, <laughs> yeah. before we bone down. No premarital sex. No premarital sex, but I will bury outside of my race, which was actually against the law in many states well, at this time. It's, but they were on a boat. It's yeah. um, international, international waters. Water. Yeah, you can do whatever. After Finn has returned for several weeks, uh, Kath- uh, the Corps dispatched a war party to the surface, assuming she was taken prisoner. Leonard McKenzie was like super killed. <laughs> and she was returned. Oh, and she was okay. returned to uh, Atlantis, and months later gave birth to Mackenzie's son. 
who she named to Namor, which in which means avenging son in oh. Lantian. Wait, so avenge like is he supposed to avenge his father or what? I guess what, who's he avenging? I mean, I'm guessing the avenging is for his father. Okay, all right. Um, and he's the first known uh, hybrid offspring, and also he's a mutant as well. Oh. Interest, okay. Because, like, even if he was, like, a hybrid, which is more than one hybrid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by this time. But those, that flying abilities, not really a thing that things underwater <laughs> need often. <laughs> right, yeah. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, so he's also a mutant. He, for okay. a long time, he was considered one of the first mutants, but then they did, um, more things. And then, um, Abin, not Abin, sir, I'm going to talk about Green Lantern. Uh, no, okay. a- apocalypse. Mm, okay. Let's consider the first mutant. Oh, like in the chronology. Of- uh, actually, I don't even think that's true anymore because, like, I'm pretty sure Jason Aaron made one that was even earlier. Okay, in his comics. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just whoever you just you can. I mean, you know, the thing about it's kind of like the Price is Right. Right, like someone creates the earliest mutant, and then all you have to do is go lower, and yeah. then you've got the earliest mutant. Yeah, just yeah. like the Price of Right, you just keep yes. on going lower, and you always win. No, but I'm saying, like, you can say, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it doesn't really work. I'm just thinking, like, if you're the last person, you can say one dollar, but I guess you can't go lower than one dollar. So it really, really, there is a limit. Yes. <laughs> so, um, another he, swing and a miss. So, his hybrid nature allowed him to breathe both air and water. And he also can fly because he has wings on his feet. <laughs> did he get that from did he get the wings on his feet from his mom or his dad? No, neither. He's a mutant. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, duh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he grew up. He grew up with a hostile uh, attitude towards surface people. Uh, one day, the young rash Namor clashed with two human beings in a diving suit, exploring the ocean bottom, uh, believing them to be advanced scouts for an invasion force. Um, his granddad sent him out to the surface world to retaliate, and over the following months, tensions between the Submariner and the surface people escalated. He frequently employed his superhuman strength against them, especially Americans. Uh, several times he battled <laughs> the original android, the original a- uh, android Human Torch, oh. and uh, sought to stop him from wreaking destruction. Who sought to stop? Who wanted to stop him from no, wreaking destruction? Mm. And little do you know, well, actually, little to actually, a lot of people know this. Yeah, uh, the, his body. The human torture's body, the first ones, mm-hmm. was turned into the vision's body. I actually did know that. Yeah. Little and do I... you know because you're a little dumb dumb. <laughs> so, uh, now, uh one occasion, uh he desisted he desist desisted from wreaking havoc because he was impressed with the courage of the policewoman Betty Dean, who who came on uh her own to plead him to stop and eventually became the Submariner's friend and companion for his adventures. And the two were in love for some time as well. 
Um, Dean and the Torch persuaded Namor that his true enemies were not the surface humans, but actually Nazis and in <laughs> Imperial Japan and Adolf Hitler. And Adolf Hitler ordered a attack on the uh, Atlantis's capital, which wrecked it and left uh, his granddad temporarily comatose. And he vowed to retaliate. Here's the thing that actually happened in real life. Yeah, that Hitler happened. In real actually, life. launched an invasion on, invasion on Atlantis um, to steal um, their magic powers. Also, they he totally sent a U boat command down to. A land, not to uh, the Antarctic to find the hollow Earth. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> no, 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 that was an actual thing. Yeah, right. I know yeah. he's he's crazy. You know. Yeah. He, no, he also did a lot of meth. Yeah. Well, and didn't he have syphilis? Like, I think yeah. there's a lot going on. No, he there. did a lot of meth, <laughs> and he based most of his ideas on of war based off of a a, a German uh, German like adventure book for oh, boys. Good. <laughs> <laughs> like no if if you want to know more about it listen to uh behind the bastards okay it's uh, and uh, one of the first episodes is like uh it's called like hitler uh ya fanboy <laughs> or something like that <laughs> and like it goes it goes into very deep detail about like uh, basically why hitler was the way he was it was because oh, of this man. book and this this uh this liar of a, a author oh man yeah <laughs> it's it's very interesting so so Namor fought fought the Nazis. Namor fought the Nazis uh, a lot. Uh so he uh, but whenever the uh US entered World War II, he allied himself with the Human Torch, his partner Toro, and the uh and Captain America and Bucky. And okay. they were the Aven- they were not the Avengers, they were the invaders. Okay, <laughs> all right. And they fought the they fought the uh Axis powers throughout the war. Um the so so he's sort of making a making a bit of a face turn, yeah. At that time, yeah. Okay. Well, he he's not really a face or a hill. He kind of exists in that like nebulous gray right. Area. Yeah, 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 for sure. But if you're fighting the Nazis, you're good in my book. We need more people fighting Nazis. Yeah, yep. We haven't we haven't beaten them back. They just died <laughs> really well, and then they yeah. wait till they can come out. The Ally war effort in both Atlantis and the Pacific. Naval theaters were instrumental in defeating the Axis powers. For a brief time following the war, he fought crime on the surface world as a member of the All Winner Squad, which I don't know who the All Winner Squad is. The All Winners. <laughs> I don't know who they are. Um, the All Winners Squad. It's a it's a silly name, for sure. It sounds like a bowling team. To be honest. It sounds like a bowling team that wants to convince everyone that they're good as well. Exactly, yeah. So the All Winner Squad um, was the first comic, first team published in the comic book Timely Comics. Who would that? That then turned into um, it then turns into Marvel Comics after that. Oh, all right. Okay. No, it's Timely then Atlas then, but that had uh, Miss America, Captain America. The Human Torch, Submariner, Wizzo, no Wizzo, Wizzo, <laughs> Wizzer, Wizzer, Toro, and Bucky. So right. it, it was just it was just the Invaders. Okay, yeah, it was just, just re- rebranded to the All Winners Squad. Yeah, <laughs> Invaders much cooler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how many? How many? Like, 
issues was it? Apparently it was only like seven issues. No, no, right. it was more than that. It was like 21. Let me see. Atlantis escaped much of the damage that befell the uh, surface world during the war. At one point after the war ended, the Atlantis's Antarctic capital was again besieged by violent quakes. His uh, granddad dispatched Namor to the surface world to see what the cause of the tremor was, and it was a and in a cavern in the Antarctic continent, uh, Namor found Paul Destine, who now calls himself Destiny. And he had uh, dec- spent decades suspended in a suspended animation, and was now testing the might of his helm of power, leveling much of Atlantis. Destiny oh. succeeded in destroying the capital city of Atlantis, killing a large large portion of Atlantean population, including his grandfather and Finn. Oh, dang! So that so they really got messed up by Destiny then. They did. Oh, damn. Yeah, uh, the survivors began a long period of nomadic wandering as Namor uh, himself. Uh, Destiny used the helmet to force him to fly to New York and gave him near total amnesia to dull his senses. Um, as a result, he spent years homeless in New York City. Namor did. Yes, he was like a he was a, a homeless person on the streets of New York. Yep, because he didn't realize who he was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, he was uh, discovered by Jonathan Storm, the second okay. torch, who wandered into a transient hotel one time, burning away <laughs> the excess hair and uh, beard Namor has grown. He recognized some mariner from pictures he had seen of him. The torch flew Namor out of into the harbor and dropped him into the water, hoping that... <laughs> 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 Which is like, first off, a bold move. A bold right. move because if you're wrong, you just drown a homeless just, person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oops. I got it wrong. <laughs> I just dropped a homeless person in the water. <laughs> also, um, he burned off his beard and excess hair. That's a, <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. You have the power to do that. It's not gonna. That's a terrible idea. It's gonna smell so bad. Well, and probably not, not feel him, good. Not after he dumps them in the water. Uh, I guess so. so. He lights his face on fire and he chucks them into the bay. So um, it turns out it happened. Oh, right. uh, except for his memories of Destiny and the Invaders, most of his memories uh, did return. So basically, he forgot about the most of the Golden Age. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Convenient. Yeah, very convenient. And he regained the ability to think clearly. Uh, Then he swam to an Atlantean outpost and found it in ruins. And apparently uh, accidentally destroyed by an atomic test on the surface. Was was it rebuilt after Destiny? No, no, it was destroyed because they are doing atomic testing. Oh, okay, okay. And they didn't know. Amidst the ruin, he found evidence of the destruction of Atlantis's uh, Antarctic city. He had not remembered Destiny destroying it, um, so he assumed the surface human race destroyed it. And then he was just like, yo, I'm going to attack you, Norwalk! <laughs> and then, um, then he was thwarted on multiple occasions by the All Fantastic right. Four. Uh, 
Then, by this time, he found survivors of the Atlantean uh, civilization. He learned that his his grandfather died, and the Atlanteans happily made Namor the heir to their throne, ruler of Atlantis. Almost immediately, he led the Atlantean forces against the surface world, again in New York City, again thwarted by the Fantastic Four. Nice. And they re- once they retreated back, then they retreated back in the ocean. Um, he began... Uh, like really, like crushing on uh, Susan Storm, <laughs> and then Wait, he, okay. So, so then what he did was he just kind of walked up and just like, hey, I want you. Then picked her up and tried to walk into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> but then he, you know, nearly drowned her. So yeah. he took her into a service <laughs> officer. But the Atlanteans were outraged by him aiding one of their foes and abandoning, and then abandoned him. And then, oh, so he's now he's cast out from. Yeah, because he was just like, yo, I have a boner for this lady, and I almost drowned her because I realized she couldn't breathe underwater. You know, very progressive. (laughs) Very progressive, you know? (laughs) He went to search for more of his people, and then he came across some Inuits worshipping a human figure robed in ice. Uh, And that human figure was Captain America. Oh, Which was was suspended for decades in... Mm -hmm in ice and then he what then he was just like hey i found one of my friends <laughs> you guys you guys seem like the people who need him because you're in america also iron man you're rich take care of him yeah <laughs> <laughs> just slammed him down and then left oh uh, so i didn't know i didn't realize that name war was the one that found frozen frozen steve rogers then he returned to his people again who was accept him as ruler, and he fell in love with his cousin Dorma. Uh, no matter no mantic, uh, they returned to their civilization, uh, based their civilization somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, fitting, fitting yeah. for the Atlanteans. And then he regained his full memories, learning about his wartime alliances with Captain America and Destiny's responsibility for their destruction. Uh, he confronted Destiny again, but Destiny, finally insane, jumped to his death. Whoa, whoa. Uh, realizing he could not blame Atlantis' destruction on all Earth surface dwellers, he modified his attitude towards them and sought to live in peace with the surface world, banning official acts of war against Homo sapiens, which he goes against really hard okay. multiple times of the future. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like hey this is a thing that you shouldn't do but i'm gonna attack wakanda now yeah well why not you know like dorma was murdered on their on her wedding day by namor's foe uh, lyra listen to my lyra episode if you want to hear more about her for some years later he acted as a members of the defenders where he would quit at the end of every issue (laughs) <laughs> but would end up showing up, and then he just finally quit one day. But he will—he's going to come back. Like, okay. but it was decades after he quit the last okay. time. So, like, so was it like a gag? Like, was was it played off as humorous every time he quit? Or uh, sometimes, like, because okay. like the Defenders is a team that is not a team, but is totally a team. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they would have a name otherwise. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> Which I don't know why they haven't went over any of his stuff in Defenders, because that that stuff was bonkers. Then he fell in love with uh, Marina, who is an amphibious alien being, who was raised on Earth. 
Atlantean Council decided that Namor devoted too little time to his duties as an Atlantean (laughs) monarch and then said, like, hey, can you not be our king for the 50th time? Yeah, I was going to say, how many times? How many times? And then he was just like, sure, fine, ugh, I hate you guys anyway. I'm going (laughs) to, then he stomps off very bravely. I'll be back. Yeah, soon after. I don't know why I went to Dave Mustaine. Now it's just become a Dave Mustaine voice, and I can't. Uh, I can't. Soon, soon afterwards, his old friend Captain America offered him a, a membership in Avengers, and he accepted and briefly served as an active member amidst great controversy. He also served on the X Men for a little bit in the two thousands. Con- is it controversy? <clears throat> controversy among like people in universe or out like. Or uh, readers. Probably in-universe, because I think okay, people yeah. are just like, cool, Namor. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I <was Hey>. like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think someone was just like, what, an Atlantean? In the Avengers? They reserve that for people who are black. Or <laughs> women. <laughs> the rest of this bores me, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, he is 6'2", weighs 310, has blue-gray eyes, then black hair. Okay. Uh, his unusual features is like all Atlanteans, he has pointed ears, and he, uh, but he also has two vestigial wings growing on each ankle, a mute, mutant characteristic. Mm. Also, the what they also didn't put on unusual features is he's incredibly charismatic and has the abs of a god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn. Uh, he possesses vast superhuman strength. He can lift about 80 tons underwater or in air while he's still wet. Uh, so he, so has, he has to be moist. So he has to be freshly out. And I guess what defines what defines wet? Like, does he have to be completely soaked? Uh, could you spray him with a bottle? Like, you know, a fine mist? I imagine, like, it has to be, like, he has to, like, visibly be wet, probably. Okay, yeah. You know, like, you stood out in the rain for a little bit, but, like, yeah. not for a long yeah. time. And he's also really strong outside of water, because he can lift about 40 tons when he's not wet. Okay, well, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot to, yeah. So, he has all the stuff that Atlanteans have, so he can. he's more sensitive to, like, the green portion of light, so he can see under murky, murky ocean waters better. Mm-hmm. Um, he has, basically, has gills. He is really fast really strong and you can swim about um 60 miles an hour for several hours before tiring all right um he also can breathe air and he also has uh he can also fly because he has residual wings on his feet on his feet do they flap nope okay and he can fly about 40 miles an hour all right and can keep Fly at his top speeds for about an hour before to- before he has to you know ground himself for a little bit. I'm interested where that inf- like how that information manifested uh, in a book. Was it like they were flying somewhere and he's like, oh, I can only fly for an hour oh, at, at my maximum top speed. speed. Yeah, right at my top speed. Yeah. Okay. And, and at maximum, he can also fly with a uh, about two tons. But it, you know, it takes more out of him to do right, it. Right, right. Um, he's still in the prime of his life when the lifespan for an Atlantean male is about 122 years. Okay. 
and his strength rapidly diminishes the longer he's out of water. But only down to like 40 tons. Well, if he if he goes without all water, like yeah. if he's in a desert, okay, for about a week, he would lose all his strength and die. Has that happened yet? Close to it multiple times, but yeah, so you know, um, uh, like so right now, right now he's currently the main villain, one of the main villains in the Avengers book that's out, mm-hmm. and he has a group of uh people that he fights with called the Defenders of the Deep, Ooh. and it looks so cool. I Ooh. love the art in it. Ooh. It has Andromeda, who I did talk about before. It's she's the uh she's the uh daughter of uh Tuma, a blood okay. tide, echidna, king crab, man of war, orca, and tire tiger shark. You can you can tell which one's orca because it's a man uh wearing the the head and body of an orca. If you want to hear more about orca, I have an episode <laughs> on orca. So, echidna um uh knuckles? No, no. Okay. It's basically like a mermaid lady who has like finned hands and like that are giant claws. Yeah, this looks pretty wild. Yeah. And sh- and it's like a mythological person that's brought okay. out a Greek myth. Yeah. Um, so it shows up in a lot. And then King Crab is basically is new. Like new. Okay, a new new character. Yeah. A very new character and just imagine a big crab. Uh, a big yeah, humanoid uh, crab. I'm looking at this Defenders of the Deep and I I, you know, there's a large crab man. Man of War is a mutated jellyfish. <laughs> okay, cool. That's a big fish. Yeah. Jellyfish. It's and just a big jellyfish. It's a big jellyfish that can extend its membrane to engulf its victims. Okay, cool. And it can also emit up to 20,000 volts of electricity. All right, there you go. But like once it's out of water, it kind of j- just becomes like a pile of goo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, and also, Namor is also has a really great costume right now. And he's drawn very handsomely. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, so uh, what... Do you have anything else? I would... Um, when we were talking about his distinguishing features, uh, a thing that wasn't brought up that I feel like is worth mentioning is his eyebrows. Because depending on how he's rendered... Um, they go from like fairly normal to uh, insane <laughs> to to being like almost um, uh, a sharp V shape, uh, upside down V, uh, and it's pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, I like I like him now when he's drawn kind of just like a. He's a little more of like a normal looking guy. Yeah. I kind of like this longer hair look that he has, and maybe he has a little bit of like peach fuzz on him. Almost, it looks like in this picture I'm looking at. It's a good look. Um, no, I yeah, it's it's good to know a little bit more about him and his backstory because, like I like I said, I've only ever really known him as like popping up and then you know being misunderstood. Uh, oh, he he was also one of the Phoenix Five in uh, Avengers versus X Men. A.K.A. the comic that made me not want to read any Marvel for um, 
for three years. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he gained the Phoenix Force along with Emma. It was uh, Colossus. Emma. Sorry, no, it's Colossus, uh, Emma Frost, Namor, Magic, and one other person. I I like him. Uh, he's pretty cool. I like his arrogance, and also he is drawn like mad, like mad hot nowadays. So <laughs> I'm pretty good, okay with that as well. Yeah, you know, I, I think you can get away with arrogance. Uh, you know, if you are a a god, if you look like a god. So what's your plugs? Okay, um, you can find the music that I make um at h i l d dot bandcamp dot com. That's hild dot bandcamp dot com. Uh, you know, I make a lot of um noisy uh kind of spooky music. Um, I'm also gonna plug my Instagram. I guess might as well while I'm at it. That's uh hildesaw. It's h i l d e s a w. Um, I do a lot of music there. Uh, also pictures of my dog. Uh, yeah. It's good, good stuff. He's a good boy. Yeah. Who's a good boy? It's that dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, most dogs are good boys. Most unless, dogs unless are. they're racist, and then they're really bad, and I don't yeah. like them. <laughs> I know it's not their fault, but they also it's hard to untrain them from that, so that means they're bad dogs for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So, um, but speaking of things that are not bad, I have a well. Actually, I talk about things that are bad on it, which it's my uh, creepy critters which is my podcast that we talk about cryptids. And we did do an episode about dogs. We that did. all good. Yeah. So, uh, I, I if you want to see the pictures of my cat, who is a good boy almost <laughs> never, you can you can uh, go to at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram, or uh, you can go uh, look at the people we we're talking about at Mar- at uh, Alphabet Flight on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, if you don't mind, you can also g- give me some money a- on my Patreon. And if I get 25 bucks a month, I will do an extra episode a week where I talk about the pets of Marvel. Um, besides that, this has been Alphabet Flight. It, please listen to Namor. Don't do that hard. Oh.